It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Commitment dedication, accountability, all words used by the Washington Wizards' new head coach, Wes Unseld Jr. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. With me, as always, my co-host, Ed Oliver. We're going to get into Wes Unseld Jr.'s press conference, what was said, what we think it means to us, and much, much more. But before we do that, NBA draft coach, Chad Ford, Locked On NBA host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On on NBA YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Ed, how's it going today, man? I'm doing okay, man. Uh, I like the press conference. I'm pretty excited, man. I'm, I'm ready to see some defense. Yeah, I'm ready to see some defense, too. So let's move into that. Uh, accountability, commitment on the defensive end is something Wes Ansel Jr. definitely spoke about. He said those words over and over again. Uh, I was very happy to hear those words. Um, I was very happy about what he said about Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill in regards to that. We can get to that later. Uh, but what? how did you feel when you heard some of the words used by Wes Ansel Jr. in the aftermath of a coach like Scott Brooks? Um, yeah, there was definitely a lot of shade thrown towards Scott Brooks, Scott Brooks not, only from, uh, not only from Wes Ansel Jr., but Ted Leonces as well. Um, Ted, Ted looked good. He looked, looked pretty shiny there. He looked like he had a nice, nice tan orange massage parlor. But... <laughs> But yeah, Wes, he, he talked about X's and O's. He sat down and watched film with Ted Leonsis. That's one of the things that uh, Ted said that won him over. So they went over X's and O's and watched film and talked about things that weren't done by the previous coaching staff, adjustments, uh, being meticulous with plays. They talked about former players and exit interviews, talking about communication on defense. So uh, there were a lot of things that Wes wants to improve on. He said that offense is not a problem, but they know that defense is the issue talking with Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook. This is the thing. Right that they have to key in on. And um, like I said in, in yesterday's podcast, you know, the Wizards were dead last in points per game allowed. Uh, the Denver Nuggets were about uh, 11th. So yes. that's just a huge, huge, uh, huge big-time difference. And they don't have the you, – you look at the Nuggets roster and they don't have, you know, a whole bunch of athletic guys that are uh, rim protectors like no. Daniel Gaffer, like Nicole Jokic. She's not really known for – blocking shots and blocking shots off the glass and dunking on people like Daniel Gaffer, you know, so we have, 
I think our personnel is is actually suited. We do need to add some guys, especially at the wing spot. But I think Daniel Gafford and Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook, they have the athletic tools to lock in defensively. So if he can get those guys to buy in, like he said in the press conference, he told to Russ and Brad, if they can buy in defensively, then the sky is the limit with this team. I think they can at least make a jump from 30th to 15th, you know, start with, with actual goals. You know, we're not going to say we're going we're gonna to be the first team right. defensively. But, you know, I, was, uh, I think a leap from 30th to 15th would be a, an awesome jump because our offense is still going to be there. We still have the firepower on offense to be really good. But defensively, we have to lock in. Yes, the, those realistic expectations. And that's something I think fans should definitely make sure is in the back of their head. Look, they're not going to become the best defensive team in the league just because West Oncel Jr. Uh, is, the, is the head coach of the Washington Wizards. But that leads me, what you said leads me to the next thing that impressed me, which was he said he spoke with, this was Coach West Unsell Jr.'s quote, that he spoke with both of them separately. And he thought he was talking to the same exact person. Uh, he said they're both committed to being better on a defensive end. They both want to be coached. That's how he decided to word that. They mm -hmm. both want to be coached. Now, I'm going to ask you a little bit about what you think that meant. Uh, but he said he wanted, they wanted to be coached, and they want to be held accountable, and they know and are committed to being better on the defensive end. That want to be coached, it definitely – uh, took me by surprise because all I could think about is how both Westbrook and Beal's endorsement uh, of, of Scott Brooks at the end of the season when they were eliminated uh, in game five by the 76ers seemed like they wanted that coach to wouldn't mind him returning. And so to hear them, to hear that they said, look, man, we, we want to be coached, coached. Uh, I found that telling. Uh, so I'm wondering what your thoughts were on that. It definitely took me by surprise. It was one of the things I tweeted out because I thought it was it was very significant. That is true. That is true. Uh, Russ, you know, he loves Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks was the guy that gave him the opportunity in Oklahoma City uh, to to start at point guard, and then you know Scott Brooks calling Russ the was it the second best point guard of all time or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So they they love each other. I was surprised, you know, because I know I know Russ loves. I was surprised. I I, I actually was kind of shocked. I really thought they were going to bring Scott Brooks back. I was probably one of the few people that thought. Scott Brooks was going to come back because the relationship with Russ and yeah. uh, Scott Brooks, just the love relationship. But um, yeah, just to, to get these guys to lock in and buy in defensively, you know, Bradley Bill so good on offense, but uh, you know, he, he was lacking uh, this year on defense. And he, and he said it in the USA, in the USA uh, press conference yeah. and interviews yeah. that he wanted to defend this year. He wanted to be that lockdown guy. And he, he, he actually went out there and did it in the few games. It's unfortunate that he can't play. Uh, in the Olympics, but he, he did a solid job defensively. So he, it, it shows you that when he does buy in and he, he mentally checks in on defense that he can do it. So we just need a guy, a coach that can just instill it, you know, drill it in their heads. You know, I, I guess Scott Brooks wasn't really doing that. You know, it sounds like players said it and it looks like Ted said it and Tommy said it too. Right. Uh, some of the things that they said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I definitely agree. Um, I, so do you think it's an accident? I don't think it's an accident. I don't think it's a coincidence, I should say, that, you know, Wes Onsell Jr. has had multiple interviews with, with Tommy Shepard and Ted and team and conversations over the last few weeks. So I don't think it's a coincidence that Bradley Bill said this and then went out and did it in those first three games of USA basketball. I mean, there were times where I thought Bradley Bill was the only one trying on defense on the team uh, when I watched. And so, it it it, it kind of made me think. I wonder if he had this conversation with Wes before those games, 
And that was his way of kind of showing who he assumed would be his new coach. Look at me now. Right. Yeah, they definitely had those conversations. Russ and Brad were in those in those interviews. And it looks like they're they're ready to defend. I'm I'm excited to see what these guys can do. Uh, even Russell Westbrook, when he was in, I know it was years ago, but when he was in the Olympics, he was locking down defensively too. And yeah. he's well, he's been on all defensive teams before. Um, so we're definitely capable. I, I do want to see what moves we make. We got to get some wings in. Uh, I like what he said about Rui and Denny, and yes. uh, we'll talk about that next. But before we get into that, uh, let's talk about RockAuto.com. So this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for you for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an, or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse open, happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at, at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why and why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Uh, uh, just think of a Honda Odyssey. The fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but it's only $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselves for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Um, go explore their easy-use website today. Find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Um, also, um, they have reliable, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need on rockauto.com. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, guys, now we're going to talk about our two favorite young up-and-coming players for the Washington Wizards. Wes Ansel Jr. had plenty of good things to say about Denny Abdia and Ruri Hachimura. Ed, I know you have a couple of quotes you want to you wanna put out there, so I'll, I'll let you take it over from here. Yeah, so about Denny, uh, Wes started smiling and, and looked like Ted was laughing and Tommy was laughing as well. We know Tommy loves Denny a lot. Uh, yes. it, looks like, it looks like Wes is excited to coach him up. I mean, that, that was one of the selling points that separated him from other candidates. He said he wants to deploy uh, Bradley Bill. He wants to um, develop Denny Avdia. You know, you look at his track record with Michael Porter Jr., um, Nikola Jokic, another, another international player. So we'll see if Wes can 
work his magic. And also during the press conference, it was very interesting to hear that Jokic uh, did not want Tommy uh, did not want did not want Wes Unsell Jr. to leave. So that was very good to hear from him. I know that's true. League. So that was a big nugget there. Also, a good nugget was um, Tommy said that other players were calling him up to endorse Wes Unsell Jr. So uh, nothing but glowing things there. But uh, he said that Denny has a lot of potential. He has the athletic tools. Uh, he did struggle with shooting and says that he did say that Denny is a shooter um, and that he can score. Uh, he also talked about, you know, the season with, with COVID, you know, not a lot of practices. It was a lot of games. Yeah. You know, the Wizards, Wizards were hit pretty bad with COVID as well. We didn't, the Wizards didn't play for two whole weeks. Like they didn't yeah. play at all. I don't think they practiced for about two weeks. It was a long time that, it, that they didn't play. Uh, yeah. so it was a crazy season for, for a rookie player. Yeah, I think they said that the, the Wizards had the worst, you know, locker room COVID outbreak, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, which I believe it because, like you said, it was for – I got to put – I was like, man, I need to watch a Wizards basketball game. What the heck is going on? Um, <laughs> it's actually a good thing at the time because we were so bad in the beginning. We, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to lose, thank God. Right. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, he, he – he definitely did say that about Denny. I'm excited. I think that uh, a lot of people were frustrated with Denny. I was at times. Look, the shooting, sometimes he gets the – because of the way he shoots, there's one player in particular I know that can shoot the way Denny does consistently, how he never brings the ball down, and that's Clay Thompson. It takes a lot of strength to shoot the way that he does. That's why he'll make his first one, maybe his first two, and then they fall short. Um right. But so that's a mechanics thing or strength thing. I, other than that, I can get why Wes says he is a shooter. Um, and the game slowing down will help him. But some, he, he never brings the ball down. And Clay Thompson's the one player I can think of that can consistently shoot that way uh, throughout an entire basketball game for an 82 game season. Um, but, you know, hey, if he's working on the upper body strength and things like that, he'll get better. Um, but I think he needs to handle the basketball. And mm -hmm. so when he talked about he, he's got a lot of skills, I'm excited to see Denny have the basketball in his hands because when he had the chance to be a playmaker, I thought he was great at it. Um, he's got to make mistakes here and there because he's, well, is he 20 yet? I know he was 19. Right. I don't, he may be 20 now. He's just so young. Um, and you have to understand, you know, he's in a new country and, you know, he's got a lot of things going on. Like I said, the game is moving fast. So I think he'll be great uh, with the ball in his hands. Um, he's already a fairly good defender. He's the one wing defender the Wizards had. So I'm definitely excited about Wes Unsell Jr.'s excitement about Denny. Um, so I was happy to hear that. Uh, I thought he was awesome. He was glowing about Rui as well. Um, I don't know what you think about what he said about Rui, um, but uh, – Oh, one more thing on Denny I'll say is I think they missed some questions on – and this is just about coaching. I think they missed asking questions about, you know, who who do they think about bringing in as an assistant coach. And then they, they probably don't know that yet. But I've heard some other new coach um, conference press conferences, you know, bringing it with Jason Kidd. They asked him about assistant coaches and different things like that. Um, also, uh, I think they should have asked about Denny's health. You know, yes. is he, is he going to be ready? I, I really think he needs to play summer league. I think that would be the best thing for him right now. Um, because in summer league, he's going to be the best player, on, he, or he should be the best player on the floor. I think he needs summer league. Summer league, he would be the, the primary ball handler. I don't think we can name anybody on the summer, unless we draft another point guard or something like that. Right. I don't see anybody else who should really handle the ball other than Denny Avi. I think in summer league, he needs to get the ball every single time. 
be confident, be aggressive. Um, he just needs the ball in his hands 100% yes. of the time because then you yes. can see what he can really do. Uh, yes. so somebody's going to be super, super important for him. And what, like you said about his shooting form, I, I like his shooting form. I think it's a really good shooting form. He has good touch. Mm-hmm. But he's the percentages don't show. He didn't hit a lot of shots. I think there was a game against the Hornets where he went one for ten. His confidence was down. Uh, he hit that rookie wall, and then he played out before the ankle injury. He was playing pretty well. He played pretty well yes. at, that, at that three role, even though that's really not his role. He's more of a point forward. But he was starting to get comfortable with it and get used to it. He was finishing better around the rim um, because I do remember him seeing seeing missing him. I do remember seeing him miss some some layups. Yeah threes which he does need to improve on and definitely get stronger every every young 19 20 year old can definitely get in the weight room and get stronger so those are the things i just want to see from denny um but to get to rui um they laughed about that one too the um, the japanese reporter he he asked the question he was like okay you asked about denny i'm gonna ask about rui um <laughs> so he they he said that tommy shepherd has been showing clips um to Wes Untel sending him YouTube videos and different things like that. Now, he has been cooking in Japan. He's, he's, by, yeah, he, he's the best player on Japan. I don't know any yes. other players on Japan, but I would assume nah. that he's the best player by far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he hooping, hooping, bro. Yeah. Hooping, hooping. Yeah, because I saw him do an up fake on Rudy Gobert and just score him an and one. And they upset they upset France the other day, or was, I think it was yesterday or Sunday, they upset France. Um, but yeah, Rui's been balling. So um, he said – uh, West Huntsell Jr. said that they that Rui gave him fits. He said it's a blessing to coach Rui instead of playing against Rui Hachimura. Uh, we did sweep the Nuggets this year. Rui had 20 points in one game. He had 14 points in the other game in both uh, both, both victories over the Nuggets. Um, so, I mean, the sky's the limit. Rui, it's, it's only Rui in my opinion. Um, he has to get the ball more, but he has to play with confidence. Has to play with, he has to play with that same confidence he's playing with right now. Now, I know he's the third or fourth option on the Wizards, but he's got to find that aggressiveness and that confidence that we saw in game – what was it, game four against the Sixers? Yes, yes. Yeah. When, he dunks, yes. when he dunks on Anthony Davis, when he dunks on Tobias Harris, that's the Rui Hachimura I want to see every every night. Now, I know you're not going to dunk the ball every time, but – Dunk it every time, Rui. Really. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to piggyback off what you said, that, I, let's talk about Rui for just a second here. It was amazing to see Rui's growth a lot he contributed a lot of it to russell westbrook to see the the fewer just the tenacity he started to play with probably like after all he was dunking on people and and i was happy when he got that technical when he was screaming mm. right. <laughs> screaming when, at him being, Embiid, you know he, <laughs> yeah. he can do his thing i was happy to see him yeah i was happy to see him <laughs> do it because i said that's the fire and we constantly saw, saw russ all on his face telling him to be aggressive telling him to play with that kind of tenacity and so I'm saying if he did that with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal being in his ear, with a detail-oriented coach like Wes Unsell Jr., what is the ceiling for Rui Hachimura? What, what is it? That's the tenacity and the ferocity that veteran players can get a player to play with. Now to have a proper coach to get him to pay attention to detail, and Denny too. Uh, pay attention to detail, basketball acumen, when to do certain things. I'm excited about especially Rui's growth with a coach with a coach like Wes Unsell Jr. I think it's going to accelerate his his uh, potential uh, and make it a, a wider net for him. I don't know if you feel the same way. I just feel it's very different for Rui and Denny. I hate to say this. It's very different for them, too, if it was Scott Brooks returning as coach. Mm-hmm. versus 
West Ansel Jr. Right. Oh, 100%. 100%. We got to – I mean, it sound like, sounds like from the press conference that uh, Ted kept saying this is, this is a guy who pays attention to detail. He's meticulous once again. And uh, somebody who's, who's going to motor the guys and push the guys and get them better and is actually going to look at film. Not saying that, that you know, the, the last coach didn't look at film, but basically that's the way he made it sound. Uh, so I, I'm excited to see these two guys grow. Uh, Rui just has to be aggressive. Uh, has to be aggressive. Um, but before, so for the next segment, we'll talk about the NBA Finals preview and a little bit more about the coaching press conference. But before we get into that, uh, we'll, let's talk about our sponsor, Bet Online. They, they are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. For the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is your online sports book experts. Use promo code locked on. The promo code is locked on. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, so guys, we're going to continue to talk about the press conference a little bit more uh, before we get into the NBA playoff finals preview. And there was another quote that stood out to us. I'm going to go ahead and let you take it over so we can laugh about this. Go ahead. All right, so uh, Ted Leonsis said that one of the reasons the Wizards targeted assistant coaches is because, the, because he doesn't think second or third time coaches always work as hard. <laughs> says players talked about the little things in exit interviews like defense intensity and communication. Now, the crazy thing is, of course, Scott Brooks is a second-time head coach, so if the shoe fits, <laughs> that's probably who he's talking about. Yeah, uh, I definitely took it the same way. Um, man, I don't know how more blunt you can say it without just saying it. Um, that's definitely how I took it as well. But hey, but you know what? We said this, we said this in the pod yesterday. The the job of a head coach and an assistant coach, they're just so different. They're not the same. Um, and that's part of what you heard Ted speaking about. Um, the assistant coaches are they're doing the preparation, the meticulous work all the time. So he brought in a an assistant as a head coach so that he's not just depending on that. He's also doing it himself um, to make sure that his philosophy and what he wants to get done does in fact get done. Um, so I took it the same way uh, as, as definitely a shot uh, at Scott Brooks indirectly. Um, if you want to call it indirectly, um, mm -hmm. but that's definitely how I took it, but I took it as, Hey, new chapter. We're moving forward. 
Uh, we're going to pay attention to detail. We're going to work hard. Again, he said dedication. He said accountability. And those are the words he kept using over, over, and over again. Yeah. And it, it, he definitely went out of his way to say that because Scott Brooks was a second-time head coach uh, saying that he doesn't work as hard. And, but the statement is not always true. I mean, Mike Budenholzer, it looks like he's going to win a championship, and he's a second-time head coach. Right, um, right. You know, Nate McMillan with the Hawks, he, he, got, he brought the Hawks way further than what anybody thought the Hawks were going to do, and he was a second-time head. This might be his third time being a head coach. Um, yeah. So, so that statement isn't always true by Ted. So it shows even more that he he just went out of his way to to, to throw shade at Scotty Brooks. But um, yeah, he's doing a good job of pumping up Wes Unsell Jr. I'll yes. definitely say that. In the beginning of the press conference, was a, was nice to say was nice to see he, he acknowledged his dad, um, the announcer. I don't know why I'm blanking on the announcer's name. He does the radio. I think his name is uh, I forgot. I think his name is Dave something. But yeah, um, he definitely, you know, talked talked about Wes Unsell, the Hall of Famer, his dad. He, he talked really well about that. So that was good to hear about the legacy and, and just, you know, nice to hear for um, long time bullets, long time Washington fans. So but who do, who do you who do you have for the NBA finals? You know, game six is uh, tonight. I, yeah, it's tonight. I, night. Yeah, I, I have. You know, what? actually, before before I go there, I do want to say one thing I did think it was very profound of Ted uh, to make sure that he made it clear. Although he talked to the, they talked about legacy. He made it clear to fans. Wes Unsell Jr. got this job because he interviewed well over and over again right. and he separated himself and that's why he got the job. I thought it was very profound and classy of him to make sure he put that out there very clearly. Um, but as far as the NBA finals, <laughs> I am predicting that Giannis is sick of people talking about how he can't shoot and uh, Chris Paul and threw shade at his free throw shooting and about how he uh, knows he going to miss uh, the free throw line. So they need to it be is terrible, there. though. It is. It is bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> but when the opposing team's uh, uh, Chris Paul, who's just been a doormat out there on defense, is the one who's talking mess, I'm fully expecting for Giannis to come out and destroy the Phoenix Suns tonight. In game six. It's over. <laughs> I'm, I'm, basic, I'm basically with you. I think the only way that there's a game seven is, is if, you know, Adam Silver wants to see a game seven. <laughs> market and, you know, make some more money off the series. Um, but, yeah, that dunk was an exclamation point uh, where Chris Paul fouled him on the end one where he basically pushed yeah. him in the air. That was an exclamation That's point. Dangerous. Drew Holiday. Yeah, it was. Drew Holiday. Um, strapping up Devin Booker, uh, picking his pocket, not once, but uh, a couple of times. I mean, Drew Holiday is really locked in on defense. Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis has been the unsung hero. I mean, he's come in. He's just been the former Washington Wizard. Uh, he's just come in and done the dirty work. I mean, he'll get a rebound and he'll he'll get fouled and miss the layup, and he's still yelling and going crazy and hyping up the crowd and, you know, just turning up. So they, they got a good team. Even uh, Brooke Lopez, Robert Lopez's brother is doing it. He's doing his role. Everybody's doing their role right now. Chris Middleton yes. is scoring. You know, the Phoenix fans were loud. You know, the guy was showing his money during Giannis's <laughs> shooting. But the, the Bucks, they still came in there. And they could have put the game away, but the, the Suns did rally at the end. But um, plays like that Drew Holiday play, those are the games that, that separate guys. And, and Drew Holiday is outplaying Chris Paul right now. He is, and I, 
I'm actually surprised at that. See, people think I'm a Chris Paul hater. I'm not. I actually like Chris Paul. I think he's a good point guard. I just think he gets a pass that other great point guards don't get. Um, but in this particular situation, I'm actually surprised because when I think of Drew Holiday, I think of him being inconsistent. But he has, if you take all the games, outplayed Chris Paul. And so mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised by that. I'm actually shocked because um, Chris Paul's he's meticulous. Um, he's calculated. Everything he does is calculated and meticulous. So I expected for him to be way more consistent than that of Drew Holiday. But Drew Holiday also does it on the other end. And so it's just been night and day um, between the two of them. And I agree, like Drew Holiday's just outplayed him on both ends um, because he can do at this age, you know, he can just do more than what Chris Paul can't i feel bad for chris paul on defense i just i don't know i mean who's he supposed to guard right like i just don't know you have him out there for his offensive acumen but i just don't know who he's supposed to guard on defense when he's out there and that's where he's hurting them the most so uh, that's one of the reasons why i think that i look at what we get this deep into series i think i look at the guard play and then i look at uh, the center play and look Aiden's a monster mm-hmm. okay he's a monster but when I look at the guard play I say well not only is Drew Holiday getting his at times on offense he's just locking Booker up now Booker's still on because he's Booker he's still going he's still going to score um, but he's making it hard for him and I just and Chris Paul's kind of like well he's hurting so much on the other end I'm taking the guard play of Middleton and holiday over the guard play of Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Right. That is true. Yeah, but two two nuggets I want to say before we wrap up is there is the the reporter who asked Devin Booker if he was de- devastated for Chris Paul after losing. I know. Oh. To me. I, I'm like, he losing too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. all about Chris Paul, though, man. Yeah. And um, there was there was, I, I forgot whether it was Fox or somebody else, but on Twitter they put up a picture of Phil Chenier, um announcing that we're hiring uh, Wes Unsell Jr. They put up a picture of Phil Chenier, the late um, Bullets great, instead of Wes Unsell Juniors, and then they ended up deleting. I'm not sure if you saw that on Twitter. <laughs> but that was I mean they're both bald and light skinned, so I, I guess I see where <laughs> he makes it up. But those are the last <laughs> thing I just wanted to say before we head out. Good deal. Did you have anything else, uh, Ed? No, um, I, I, we definitely got to get into some draft talk. So I think next episode we'll definitely get into some mock draft talk. It, it is winding down. It is next Thursday. So it, it's going to be here before you know it. It's very important. If we do not trade the pick, it's July 29th. Today is yeah, it's, it's, it's almost a week till the draft. So I, I per, personally, I think we're going to keep the pick. But we, we can definitely talk about that on next episode. All right, you heard it right there, folks. So tune in to the next episode. Uh, We're going to talk about, we got that 15th pick as long as we don't trade it. We'll talk about who will be left there at 15, we think, and who we would take um, if we were the ones drafting. But, guys, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the Lockdown Wizards podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on all major podcast platforms, and make sure you follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. 
We appreciate you guys so much. Listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout the week. Long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you listen to your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Locked On Wizards podcast. I'm one of your hosts, J.D. Jackson. You can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook's chip at Always and Forever Art. And on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Yeah, you can find me at on Twitter as Ed Two Flat and YouTube as Ed Oliver uh, Wizards or Ed Oliver Washington Football Team. All right, thank you guys so much. If you are a draft expert, you think you are a draft guru, make sure you tune in to our next episode tomorrow. Until then, as always, your dynamic duo. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.